Good afternoon. Here we are on season two of Latinx in the Inland Empire. This afternoon, we are with guest Juan Carlos Padilla, a fellow PhD student in cultural studies. In addition, Juan Carlos is an instructor who teaches playwriting at Casa 0101. Good afternoon, Juan Carlos. How are you? Really good. How are you doing? Very yeah. good. Yeah. I also teach at uh, Pasadena City College part-time. So. There you go. Yeah. Which is also yeah. associated with Casa 0101. Right? Well, in a sense, uh, I guess kind of through me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Always Running, which is uh, this uh, novel um, written by Luis Rodriguez. He was mm-hmm. in, in the gangs in, in San Gabriel. Uh, there was a, a theater production of uh, that novel, an uh, adaptation that mm-hmm. um, was uh, produced at Casa uh, uh, this last season. And like the last performance was at Pasadena City College. I kind of helped make that happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, most definitely um, now, like, uh, there's a solidified collect- co- uh, connection between Pasadena City College and Casa 0101. Right. But uh, Casa is like, you know, they've done other things at other colleges and uh, associations with other venues. Mm-hmm. So can you tell our listeners and our campus community what's going on at Casa 0101? Uh, um, I've heard that there's a festival going on. Yeah, yeah. Do well, you want to um, tell our listeners? Yeah, just to give a little background about Casa Thank 0101. Um, it was uh, founded by Josefina Lopez, who uh, wrote Real Women Have Curves, and which is a really uh, respected play and um, gets produced a lot. Right now, I think it's getting produced in San Francisco. I'm not too sure what um, the theater is up, up there, but you could certainly look that up. Uh, but uh, her whole goal was to create a space uh, for uh, Latinx people, particularly for Latinas, right, to uh, mm-hmm. have a place where they um, uh, could express their uh, visions through drama. Um, they have a... a, a, a the festival Chicana Stolas and Chisme happens every year, and it's uh, all written, produced, and uh, directed by uh, Latinas. Um, and mm-hmm. it's a really, uh, uh, it's it's kind of like really unique in a sense where it it, uh, it happens so often, right? And um, so not too many places have something like that going on, right? So how are is Casa 0101 in talks with you to try and bring yeah, some type yeah, so, of, uh, do you want to tell uh, us what's going on? So uh, around late, uh, I think it's uh, probably around early early uh, April, we're trying to have like the last uh, uh, performance of Chicana Astrologia and Chisme here mm-hmm. at the at the Claremont Colleges. So I'm, I'm working on, on that mm-hmm. and hopefully have... Uh, the muhet is involved. Come speak to uh, uh, maybe have a presentation in some classes, and also do maybe like a type of brown bag series uh, lecture on um, on the festival, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like uh, it goes through obviously the, just like any other theater production it goes through a lot of phases. Uh, whereas uh, sometimes they start from like scratch and they put stories together like short plays right so it's a collection of short plays Mm -hmm. and um they edit them they uh put them on their feet they have readings right where they critique them and then eventually they had they 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 put a full production up right and casa is really about the community is really about like um uh, providing classes that are affordable to people Uh, and it's it's located in bull heights as well Mm -hmm. too but it's you know it's open to 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 everyone uh 
but they have uh, playwriting classes there. They got acting classes and and production classes, singing mm-hmm. classes as well too. I, I teach on Tuesday nights usually mm-hmm. on my playwriting class, and that's going to start up in a in a couple weeks. We could certainly go to the website casa zero one zero one dot org and take a look at the the offerings. It's fantastic. So I I had the pleasure of meeting you last semester in Professor David Lewis Brown's class. Yeah, and. One of the reasons I wanted to have you on our show is because I really find the research you're doing very relevant and important in relation to the lived Latinx and Chicano X experience. How have you seen Gasa 0101 just change in a year? Like what what have you seen through your PhD lens um, that's developed? Well, um, uh, for me personally, uh, it's uh, it's played like a huge role, like in my creativity, right? Mm-hmm. Since I started there as a student, right? So I'm I'm kind of like an insider in that sense, where mm-hmm. um, I've done different, uh, I guess, creative writing genres. You know, I've done poetry and fiction. And this place is what really anchored me, right, with the kind of like finding my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's really turned into like my sort of uh, intellectual like interests, right? Mm-hmm. So me as a person, how that changed, I'm really looking at the scope of its importance within not only Los Angeles, but in the context of like uh, Latinx content mm-hmm. as a whole. You know, our voices say like, you know, here uh, you think about Los Angeles and it being this this artistic kind of like a uh, 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 center of of the United States and how Casa fits into that. Right. Historically, you know, just like and all the groups of color have been excluded from, say, mainstream film or even mainstream theater. So we put our piece of the puzzle um in that sense, we're creating um, spaces for our own stories um, through us as well, too. And um, we give ourselves our own notes. We edit our own things. You know, we don't uh, kind of like have to uh, uh, sort of be validated by anybody else or or the industry in, in that sense. So we're able to put our own stories on their feet and sort of like have that type of like uh, uh, agency to our mm-hmm. urgent stories as well, too, mm-hmm. since we face so many like challenges mm-hmm. um, as, as as Latinx is in, in in this country. Right. Can you talk to me a little bit about um, what the show is you're bringing? Chisme. Chicanas, Chicanas Cholas and Chisme. Yeah. So is, is, is it a is, comedy? Yeah. Is it's, it, you want to? Well, I mean, it's the title itself, you know, it it, um, has a connotation of kind of like uh, um, comedic sort of like uh, feel to it. It's it's uh, it it is comedic. It is serious as well, too. Right. And as we know, like comedy is a way to really like uh, expose a lot of ideas to kind of like disarm the audience as well, too, to be able to uh, um, accept certain relevant topics. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it's about like you know, current experiences. So it could, they, uh, they've talked about like, you know, 
rape culture to like iconic figures like uh, Frida Kahlo or, or say uh, stories based around uh, Selena, um, pretty much uh, things that kind of are part of our 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 Latinx uh, psyche, mm -hmm. not in, not only for us, but for for um, the general public as well, too. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, what it does, it, um, it just uh, gives us like this sense of uh, uh, that we're here. Right. And our stories mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. Right. And particularly for like, you know, Latina, mm -hmm. Latinas as well, too. That particular show. So Casa mm -hmm. as a whole has other festivals like uh, Brown and Out, which mm -hmm. is uh um, kind of focuses on a, on the L LGBTQ uh, community as mm -hmm. well too, and um, what's so so what's great about all these festivals that they they've gone on to other places, right? Got it. You know, so they've gone on. So it's uh, uh, a lot of times they continue their runs in in say like uh, I know uh, 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 Chicana shows Chisme has gone to New Orleans, has okay. gone to the Bay Area. Uh, Brown and Out has gone to uh, Scotland, the Scotland Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. So uh, our stories are are um, uh, really being valued outside of, say, like Southern California, mm -hmm. right? And um, and they're great works, you know. Is not just because I'm involved in Casa as well too. I you know I go to a lot of different shows, uh, a variety of, of theaters that I go to, a Noise Within, um, Boston Court. Um, LA, LA, um, TC, uh, Casa just has kind of, it's created like its own niche. It's, it's created like, uh, it's kind of like a Mecca for like Latinx artists, mm -hmm. you know, from other places as well too. I noticed mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of people from a lot of different places, not only Latinx as well too, but mm -hmm. particularly, you know, cause that, since that's the community that, that, that we, um, mm -hmm. that we're in, uh, people make it a point to come to casa because uh, the happenings there are, are really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing you said that is really relevant to our listeners and to our message here is the importance of a counter narrative. Yes. <clears throat> I really like how you are working with our community specifically in our community specifically um, that live knowledge of all these Latinas, right? And now Latinos, and also, um, you know, the greater LGBTQ plus community, um, that synergy there. Yes. Um, what What do you think about counter narratives when you're working with students? Are you seeing the these students develop really new, and do they feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. Or like you said, is is it really about building that awareness around the identity um, or is kind of every student really different? Um, yeah. Uh, I would say, yeah. What, what I'm liking is that we're not getting uh, the regular story, the, you know, the Latino gang member, right? right? Uh, the, uh, the Latina uh, cleaning lady. Although those are mm -hmm. important narratives as well too, we're getting kind of like different takes on it, mm -hmm. you know? And we're just, uh, the stories that are coming out uh, that I've noticed, it's not just about um, sort of like being against like, or being at odds with a, a homogen homogenistic uh, uh, culture as mm -hmm. well too. Mm -hmm. Like uh, we're 
uh, the type of works that are coming out are really sort of like uh, um, unique, mm-hmm. if I could like kind of say mm-hmm. say it that way. And it's just it's just great stories mm-hmm. that, that that are coming out. Uh, as and you know, I'm trying not to generalize, but as Latinx is, right. we have uh, a, a story is kind of. Cuentos are kind of like part of like our 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 our, our DNA. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like the novelas that we've watched uh, with our parents, <laughs> or sort of like uh, that we sort of kind of watched for a couple minutes right. as we're going through, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, saying uh, growing up with our families. But we have a really good sense of conflict. Mm-hmm. We have a really good sense of conflict, uh, uh, probably because it's. Uh, uh, it's 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 something that we've we've dealt with, I guess, throughout, you know, like uh, internal mm-hmm. conflicts within ourselves, kind of like uh, grappling with identity, mm-hmm. but also grappling with, you know, the common issues of racism and sort of mm-hmm. like uh, being stereotyped, being put into a box as well, too. Mm-hmm. So um, and that even even though it's like certain ideas that kind of like oppress us it's it's kind of like good for our writing right so right. it's 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 kind of uh you know i say like writing is uh it's not therapy but it's therapeutic right <laughs> um and there's this this idea of of catharsis that mm-hmm. and um that i think all artists like kind of like uh that's the kind of like advantage you got as an artist mm-hmm. you're able to kind of your whatever problems you got you could work through your art Mm-hmm. And um, and that's certainly present within you know what we're doing as well too, and and it, and it gives us that 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 sense of importance as well too, uh, importance, right? Mm-hmm. So it creates this type of like solace, mm-hmm. and that's that's something that's 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 really important for for us and moving towards like a like places of healing, mm-hmm. right? So, but aside from that, um, the work that's coming out of there is really critical. Right. So we kind of have like uh, I mean, it's a variety of stories as well, too. Right. right. So and and um, and they're they're universal. Right. Or else they wouldn't make the cut. They wouldn't get up on stage as well, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're really scrutinized as well. Mm-hmm. So and that's what's needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really think it's important, like you said, to look at this healing for Chicana X, Latino X through writing, through performance. Um, like you said, our identity can be liberated um, in different times and spaces. Um, very interested in the space of the theater and Casa Zero so. One yeah. um, as like almost a sanctuary, yeah. a safe, um, creative, artistic place that is very counter narrative to like what you said, how a lot of people view Latinx people, right? Um, I was just on Netflix and uh, I saw Narcos, right? Um, so it's very important, I think, um, to have these nonprofit theater companies that are doing the groundwork with the people. Yes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we yeah, both yeah. caught our breath at the same <laughs> time. That's good. So what about um, working with the students propelled you to research and want to study Gaza? Was it, like you said, the conflict that you were seeing them overcome? Was it um, challenges that you think still need to be overcome? Um, 
I really am fascinated with the, the your research project to try and use different lenses yeah. um, to give Gasa 0101 that time and space historically, mm -hmm. right? Because there's still not a lot of opportunities for Latinos or Latinas or Chicanos and Chicanos yeah. in theater, right? Like so, Broadway or... Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we're we definitely um, part of the lineage of uh, um, Luis Valdez, uh, Zoot Suit, you know. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of like where it started uh, as far as like the West Coast, right? Mm -hmm. um, so within that, and, you know, all respect to uh, Luis Valdez and mm -hmm. everyone involved in Teatro Campesino, mm -hmm. but, but some certain things were lacking there, right? So the voice of the Latina, the voice of the LGBT community plus. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like, uh, it's, 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 uh, there's a lot of scholarship that needs to be done. There's a lot of stories that need to be told. Mm -hmm. So um, what I'm hoping to do is highlight like key, key works mm -hmm. from uh, voices that have not been represented mm -hmm. or have not been represented uh, enough, mm -hmm. right? So, um, so that's what I, what I feel is kind of like like my goal, my 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 vision, and and putting together my dissertation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as far as like my scholarship, and then like mm -hmm. expanding and and as a teacher, like you know, what I'm saying mm -hmm. like this hands on mm -hmm. where I could like uh, give advice how to uh, revise or edit. Uh, certain works, champion certain works as well too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's important because again, you know, it's, it's me being an insider and that's pretty much what it has to do. We we have to tell our own stories or else no one else is going to get it right. And we know, you know, if we don't do it ourselves, it's not going to be told correctly, exactly. right? Exactly. And, and it's like encouraging those people that have those stories as well, mm -hmm. right? So um, it's, it's uh, you know, it's important work. It's a lot of work, mm -hmm. um, but it you know there's a lot of people involved as well too. A lot of passionate uh, mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, at Casa was there one, Josefina, uh, Emmanuel, uh, Delage, um, uh, Eddie Padilla, right, mm -hmm. uh, Mark uh, Kraus. Um, so there's there's a lot of people there. I know uh, I'm leaving out a lot of people, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. So uh, just uh, what I can tell people is go support Casa. Mm -hmm. Most definitely, if you haven't been to the theater, you don't have to put on a tuxedo or get all dressed up. I mean, you can if you want. Okay? Right, right. Um, but uh, it's a great space, and, and it really does feel like home as well. There's an art gallery. They have, like, um, uh, art that rotates there uh, every so often. And it's just like, a, um, a, you know, I think a, a sacred space for Latinx people. Mm -hmm. to yeah, I mean, I, I like I bet a lot of your students see you as sacred because one thing that I admire and I think takes courage, Juan Carlos, is doing the scholarship and then giving back, yeah. right? Not stepping away with that scholarship, right? But like you said, helping that scholarship further develop the mission right of Casa 0101 and future playwrights like right, right, yourself right. um i think that's really that passion that i feel from you um it's it's very important to 
to have role models, right? Yeah. Um, I was talking to you about that even in a, as a PhD student, right? Um, the importance of having mentors, mm-hmm. uh, advisors as well, but also mentors like yourself who are stepping into the academy, but then bringing that knowledge back. Um, I really like how you're really yeah. going full circle with that. Um, do you want to talk more about why you think representation is important for the students you're working with? Um, I like these these ideas of conflict, identity. Is there well, something? Well, just going back to what you said, uh, okay. this idea of mentorship is mm-hmm. really important. And Josefina Lopez has set the example uh, for that. Um, I came in as a student like many students to study with her, she makes herself uh, accessible, right? Um, There's classes you could take with her and she knows a lot about a lot of things, but she knows a lot about the industry, the theater industry, the film industry as well too, Mm -hmm. because she's gone through it. You know, she's gone through uh, a lot of struggles as well too. And she's just willing to talk. She's she's willing to to guide you in writing your uh, a, a story, and she'll like let you know what you need to like mm-hmm. work on to improve as well too. And for a person like that's in in the you know quote unquote like canon, she's in the canon, right? Mm-hmm. She's she's respected in, in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of writers do not make themselves available like her. Uh, so I think that's you know I just want to. Uh, make sure to, to to acknowledge that about Josefina that, that she's uh you know oh definitely uh, she's, I, I feel she's that a lot in that sense yeah a lot of us admire the fact that <clears throat> she is still working in Boyle Heights in her community working with the people mm-hmm. like you um, that's really why I wanted to have you on our show um, because I meet a lot of students as well <clears throat> who are also looking for places to express their talents and for a lot of these students. Um, it is about a, a socioeconomic opportunity, and what Casa Zero One Zero One does is it's there for our people <clears throat> and other people as well. Um, but that is something that Josefina has kept close to her heart, and that is very apparent. Um, I liked how I was looking at some of the press releases, and I saw that Casa Zero One Zero One did like something like Beauty and the Beast. Like yeah, I really yeah. like this reinterpretation right. So right, through it's, a mm-hmm. it's it's great, right? So uh yeah, there's stories uh from the community they're told, but also uh there's uh mainstream productions, uh say like Beauty and the Beast, they've done Aladdin before as well. They've done Shakespeare, right? So uh it's really a place that isn't really limited to the type of story that's being told, which mm-hmm. is great, mm-hmm. right? But obviously in, when certain stories are 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 told, uh they might get uh, reinterpreted for for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and it's it's worked out uh, great in that sense. Very wonderful. So, do you feel, Juan Carlos, when you complete your doctorate, that you will continue to work in theater? Um, it's so part of your passion. It's so genuine. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. When you are Dr. <laughs> Juan Carlos Parilla. It's probably, uh, you know, still teaching, mm-hmm. you know, a mm-hmm. variety of things, uh, writing. And I'm, I'm sure in some capacity I'm still going to be doing um, uh, theater, being involved in it, because it's just uh, really important as far as like our, our community mm-hmm. and having kind of like a, a place where we could uh, tell our, our 
urgent stories mm-hmm. like uh and and be able to uh have an audience for mm-hmm. our urgent stories. Yeah, I wanted to give yeah. our audience and listeners the website. It's gasa0101.org. Um I wanted to thank you, Juan Carlos. That Is there anything you wanted to say as we close? Uh no, it was a great interview. Thank you, Eric. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Very cool. I look forward to seeing you on campus. From Studio B3 at Claremont Graduate University, this is Latinx in the Inland Empire.